for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 357 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. You're looking at fucking fork knife duo champs, baby. Me and Will. Dude, hard to get anything but Victory Royale at this point. Man, we've been stomping some kids in Fortnite. One night, Will just threw out, hey, I play Fortnite with you sometime. My dumbass spent way too much money on a Boba Fett skin just because it was available. And I was like, okay, let's play Fortnite. There you have it ready tomorrow. And we sure did. And we've been taking some kids to school. Call us Great Bush. I mean, Why don't you? Not even aggressively so. Just no. kind of tactically. You know, they're walking into their own demise. Yeah. Yep. So let me tell you guys. That's a good way to put it. I ain't feeling great today. So this might be a tad on the shorter side for an episode. Um, peace and love. I'm sure you guys understand. Guess what? Absolutely. We don't have much to talk about anyway, so I guess it all fucking works out in the end. <laughs> um, so, before we get to talking about what we are going to talk about, you should uh, follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. And if you really enjoy the show, follow us, uh, sign up, whatever it is you fucking do. Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Thanks to all our patrons. You guys are the best. Uh, we have a brand new episode of Hall's Calls. Uh, there, there's going to be a Hall solo coming up soon. I'm going to talk to our buddy Will here about getting us a cooking with Will. Uh, bacon cha, in the cha, oven. Cha. So, you know, and all those other bonus shows. There's a ton of them. Put out a lot of content, you guys. Two full-time podcasts and a Patreon. There's a lot of content out there if you want to hear my fucking stupid-ass babble about shit I'm obsessed with. It's um, fun to listen to, I, I have to admit. Well, I sure you hope You know so. a lot about what you know a lot about it, and this is stuff that I love, so some other people got to love that same stuff, too. Been working We out can't all... be the only ones that nah. love Star Wars video games and movies. Frankly, it's been working out so far. So, buddy, you know, last week, I, I, brought, the, uh, I brought the full power of a fully functioning battle station against one Mr. Luke Cruiser about his dick tattoo story, right? 
Yeah. And then, then he and Eric Strothers over at the Bad Motivators, well, you know, understandably, maybe they couldn't let that go unanswered, right? Did they retaliate? I wouldn't even uh, retaliate. Might seem it might be a little too in a paintball kind of way. Let's say. Hold on one second. You know what? I think the only way for me to really, uh, really let you see this, uh, like I, I took a clip. You know what I mean? Oh, I came nice. with evidence, nice. Your Honor. He came. Oh my goodness! I'm so excited all of a sudden. Okay, so let me know if you can hear this. Can you see my screen first of all? I can. Okay. Yep. Can you? Oh, right. Well, I've got to download it. You would think if I was so fucking hyped up on this bit, because let's be honest, guys. I know some of y'all don't read this super well. I get it. I, you know, I don't read things super well sometimes too. This is all a bit. <laughs> Peace and love. Can't be having anybody get mad, but listen to this. But, uh, but yeah, and so maybe that's what these... Okay, first off, could you hear that? Yes, I okay. can hear that. Okay, well, here we go. Listen. But, uh, but yeah, and so maybe that's what, these, that's what these guys do. Yeah. They, they just speculate and say just random things. Okay, let's imagine it's like this. We call up our good friend Hawes. Yeah. And he's like, I've heard enough the tattooed dickhead stories to last me a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. So he gets ready to make a hate video about the bad motivators before mm-hmm. it comes out. And here's what he would say. Jeez. <laughs> okay. First off, I got to stop. I was just going to let it play without comment. Right. <laughs> do I really say sheesh that much? You do. You say it a lot. Okay. Fair enough. I got to be self-aware. Uh, eh. Clearly, if there's anything the last few months have fucking taught me is I'm not very self-aware, my dude. <laughs> no, not super self-aware. Think, think some things are going great. Ain't going great! <laughs> so, okay. Oh well, I will say, um, at my new job, I might have said, sheesh, on a call with a customer. Um, and that was a good story. I didn't. I didn't get in trouble for it. They laughed about it, like my my bosses, my supervisors and stuff. But they were like, you know, maybe not in the future, the Shishin. And I was like, I'll do my best. <laughs> I got too comfortable on a call. They're like, you got to go in and be charismatic. And I'm like, yeah, right. Okay. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> I guess that's all I got. All right. We'll, we'll continue on playing this. <sighs> those guys don't know what the hell they're talking about. I mean, goddamn, the yeah. show starts and they go on for 20 minutes about something stupid that nobody but them cares about. And it's like, who wants to listen to that? Nobody. That's yeah. who. And you know what? They're, here's what. Then they, you know, j- just like always, they go to some Star Wars story from the Best One Bulletin because they can't be bothered to look up anything yeah. on their own. And then they're instantly right back off. And, and it's just like every time some other bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Strathers can't let that metallica thing go and he just won't quit talking about it it's every damn time okay i gotta stop it again yeah that's actually i gotta stop again does that sound like anything like what i would do i'm i'm missing there i'm missing something there well i don't know what metallica thing oh well look and that's the thing he's talking about a bit he did on the show that i 100 percent agree with yeah I consider us Metallica fans. When did when didn't people's perception of me become so hateful? 
bro. I don't know. I think he's ribbing on us. When I think he's I... giving us the old, when, when, the old when, professional ribbon. When did I ever? When would I ever make a hate video? For one, that requir- requires being on video, and I hate that. <laughs> a hate video for me would be me hating <clears throat> seeing my big fat fucking Funko Pop head on a video on YouTube. It, like I gotta admit, it's pretty cool when we do the live streams, though. Yeah, the live it, shows I dust are I awesome. dust off the nerves and the fucking self loathing once a year for our anniversary show, bruh. But 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 I got a I got a face made for radio. All right, let's keep going. Cause then Cruiser, this is when I realized Cruiser didn't fucking grasp the 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 meat with the potatoes of the bit. Right? Like, hold on here. Let me let me let you hear. Would that be right on point? What that's scary. How much that would work out just fine. It would. Yeah. It I, would. Yeah. And 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 just just for a quick little uh, side piece on that dickhead story there. Is there any person that we know in the community that you think would be more ready to hear dick-related humor than Hawes Burkhart? Huh? Because think about think about think about his, his the song he has on his podcast. Think about who his favorite his favorite facility uh, Star Wars character is. Think about think about his whole mantra, his words he uses like dick cheese and cockhead, you know, all this stuff all the time. I thought I was safe in saying a a dick humor related thing, and he was instantly just like, "What? It's too real." <laughs> yeah. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, on this past week's episode of the Blue Harvest podcast, yeah, he ratted uh, me out. One Mr. Luke Cruiser was, I just don't even know how to look at you the same. I- okay, 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 all right. Now, I, in the interest of rebuttal, I feel like I have the right of reply, right? Good friend of mine, yeah. Mr. Steel Saunders, has taught me about the right of reply lately, right? Good dude, that yeah. Steel. Um, solid fucking friend when you need him, right? Well, mm-hmm. I feel like I am owed the right of reply and explaining. They absolutely you got a good dick joke, a good butthole joke, a good fucking fart joke. I'm your dude. I'm a laugh. What crossed the finish line for me was the fact that it was two twin brothers giving each other fucking dick tattoos, right? Right. It that's, does take on an additional meaning. Right. You know. That's when it goes from funny to fucking hole up emotional. What it let's dig in and figure out the emotional damage behind this story, right? Like Yeah, we, di- we went from Jackass to <laughs> Dr. Phil real quick. Well, yeah, we went from Jackass to like a very special evening with Dr. Phil. You know what I mean? A two hour <laughs> special that comes on late in the evening, right? And like I, I gotta admit, I thought it was funny, uh, bro. It was I funny. Was I, 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 my recollection, and granted, my memory has not been the greatest lately. My recollection was we were laughing, cutting up, and having a good time. My only issue with it was it the fact that it was two brothers. Because like it's one thing for a dude to go up to another dude, slap his fucking hog on a cutting board, and be like, "Hey, I want a dick tattoo." All right. Like, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But for that other dude on the other side of this conversation to be his twin brother and be like, fuck yeah, I'll do that. Nice dick, by the way. It looks kind of just like mine. And and then, like, they they 
get a shady fucking Amazon Prime delivered tattoo machine and scarify each other's dicks. That's where I was like, hey, now, this takes a fucking bit of a turn that makes me a tad bit uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. It, um, they do belong to a family where that is tradition. So that, 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 to me, that makes it no better. You know what I mean? Well, I'm just telling you why they would find why the twins might find it normalized. Mm. Yeah, you got to break the cycle eventually. You know what I mean? You got to break yeah. the cycle eventually. Just because it's and a maybe tradition. they can encourage their sons. They're like sons. Don't tattoo your dicks. I know me and my daddy and my daddy's daddy and my daddy's daddy <laughs> and your uncle. Dicks. Your uncle. <laughs> but I want you to be. I want you to be different from us. You know what? Don't tattoo your dick. You know, you could just not bring it up. It couldn't even, it could just not get brought up. But yeah, it wasn't acting like I'm some dick joke prude, right? <laughs> acting like I, bruh, you're talking about the, the fucking podcast that revolutionized eat the booty like groceries. You know what I mean? Nom, nom, nom. We had a, bitch. we had an artwork based off of Mario Party uh, Mario 3 that uh, Evan did for us that clearly looked like a dick for all of iTunes and Spotify to see. We're down with a good <laughs> dick joke. He even mentioned the song. But you well, got to see what the wrinkle is. Safe. And I, in his defense, you would think he would be. Well, I'm full of fucking surprises, I guess. You're just you were so offended that it was two brothers. And then you, the, well, that, I guess you just wanted it to be like a prison story. Well, or, and listen uh, here. Listen here. Once again, the two brothers story, I was just like, that's fucked up. Like we clear you and I clearly run in different circles. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Different strokes for different folks, pun intended or not. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whatever it Always may intended. be. <laughs> whatever it may be. But then to be like, oh, you would get mad if I flashed you my dick? Yeah, bro. I would. I would. That's assault, <laughs> and that, brother. Again, that is the example of the different circles. There are some groups of dudes that flash dick. And there are other groups of dudes that do not flash dick. Like, that is literally true. Like, you're just not in one of the one circles that's flashing dick. And you know what it fucking seems like? It seems like the fucking dick flashers, the fucking goblin knobs of this world, the fucking... You know what I mean? The real greasy, corny motherfuckers that are out there that fucking mm -hmm. want to act like they're rock and roll and shit. Seems like they get ahead in life a lot better than your old pal Halls. So maybe yeah. I should start flashing a little dick around town. You know what I mean? <laughs> the second you do, the cops show up. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens like, oh, to me. That's life. what happens to me. Then I'm on a list. You know what I mean? You can go to an app and see where I live for the rest of my life. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about That's Star funny. Wars. We love you guys it. at the blue bad motivators, dudes. Like, come on, you got you know a bit when you hear it. It's a cross podcast say, bit. I don't think you realized you were giving him the business in the moment. You know, that was business in the moment. Well, I, I even shit talking. once again, I don't think me, you really care that much about that I fucking don't. story. I don't. That's the truth. I think of it's it. just fun to give somebody shit about it. Yeah. Thank you, Will. That's that's fucking damn near 20 that, years of friendship right there stepping in and that you know what i mean in that you know what i mean that's what 20 damn near 20 years of friendship gets you is knowing the knowing when it's a bit and with me most of the time it's a bit when it's not a bit you'll know when it's not yeah. a bit you'll know i won't be talking about it on the podcast yeah i'll be i'll be saying hey man 
you over the line. <laughs> Stay away from me with your penis, please. Um, fucking, bro. I had a pothole, and I don't know what I was. Oh, let's talk about Star Wars. Well, it's funny. Is that what Eric Strauss? That's what Eric Strauss was bitching about us <laughs> hitting potholes. But I gotta tell you, I like the tangents. That's kind of my jam, man. And, and and you know what's funny is apparently, um, so before I listened to their show, right, uh, I saw that Eric Struthers, I guess, had said something about Watumka, Alabama, which you know I'm really familiar Wee-tonka. with. Yeah, I used to drive there every couple of weeks for work. Um, and like I made a joke about it on Twitter in response to it, and he texted me and he was like, "Oh." There's something you're going to like even less on that. And I was like, uh-oh. And then, before I get to listen to the episode, uh, I look on Twitter today and I see our buddy Steve. Big up Steve's my ride or die. Steve and Will, ride or dies for life. Sheesh! There we go. I did it. I there did the go. thing, all there right? He did the thing. He did the thing tonight <laughs> on the episode. Uh, uh... What was I even saying? Oh, Steve was like, hey, Eric, nice impression of Halls this week. And I said, ooh, boy, howdy. Let me tell you, I had an appointment that I had to take care of this morning. I did that. I fucking, you know, hung around the house. And then I put that episode on and I was just waiting. I was just waiting, sitting there playing on my PlayStation, just waiting for it to hit. And as soon as it hit, I said, oh, I'm returning. Oh, the bit, the bit continues. The bit hole goes deeper. So guess what? Do you remember um you remember that game Star Wars Hunters that was announced shit last year? It was kind of um we were it was described as a Star Wars hero shooter, aka sort of like Overwatch with Star Wars characters. Okay. It's being developed by Zynga, which is a mobile game company. So far it's only been announced for Nintendo Switch and uh mobile for phones and shit uh was supposed to come out i want to say towards the end of last year got delayed um they were showing it off at celebration this year and i talked to a couple of people uh our buddy um fucking eddie eddie uh he was telling me about it telling me it was pretty cool um and seemed like people were like oh it's pretty cool it got delayed. Delayed till next uh, year. Uh, a serious delay. So it's going to be a little bit longer before we can get our hands on Star Wars Hunters. I'll be honest with you. What I'm hoping part of the delay is is other platforms. Because I could see having fun with that with like you and Steve. And I don't know if they can get their fucking dick tattooing asses in gear. Maybe the, a couple of the motivators, even you know, <laughs> you know, it sounds like it could be a Dip good in. time. Get King Tom in there; yeah. it's a fucking party, my dudes, right? Uh, Absolutely. They're gonna have to bring it to some other platforms, though. PC console, just go ahead and do it. If you can put it on the Switch, you can put it on just about everything. The Switch is basically a fancy fucking calculator at this point. The shit it's got, the the the, the innards that are in that console, compared um, to all the other consoles, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm hoping. Like, you know, d- did you happen to see any of the sort of quote-unquote drama? It's real corny to call it that, but the drama with Diablo Immortal a couple of years ago when they announced it, and people were like, oh, we don't want to play Diablo on our phones. 
And then no, I did not see that. They eventually, like before they released it, they ended up a- announcing it for PC as well. So I kind of hope that's what they do with Hunters, because I would just. It seems like something I'd, I could really get into if it's halfway decent. But I right. don't like playing games on my phone. I'm not that kid that's looking at your phone being like, do you got any games on your phone? You got any games on there? Like, that's where I know, like, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kind of an old, I'm, a, I'm kind of a fucking crotchety old guy in some regards. Like, I love Uh-oh. video games, but, like, something about playing a game on my phone just doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm uh, I'm not the mobile gamer crowd. Like I have I have piddled around on Me some too. mobile games. Me too. And they're cute enough. They're fine, but they're not gonna keep me uh, motivated time after time, week over week. And you know I me, mean? I am certainly not dropping money on a damn mobile game. Peace and love, but like <laughs> that ain't my style. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this: one goose pain showed me how it could be profitable. He used oh. to play this game called Rage of Bahamut. Yep. And uh, he would build like a really kick-ass deck, you know, with really cool cards and all that shit. And then he would get the account up really high. And then he he sold it off, sold that account for like seven, eight hundred dollars, you know. And I was like, damn, that's smart. Like, Buddy. if I really if I want to play these games, you just grind it up till you got a high-level shit and just sell that bitch <laughs> off. I. I took inspiration from my boy Goose Payne in the same exact way. Like back in, I don't know what it was, 2014, 2015, whenever the fuck it was that they released the stops to the top Star Wars card trader uh, right. app, which wasn't even a game. It was literally just collecting digital cards, right? Oh, wow. And buddy, they didn't even have powers, huh? No, no, it was just collecting cards. It was like if you went and bought a pack of top Star Wars cards, but it's just all digital on your phone. I built up digital. a massive collection, obsessed with making trades, completing sets. And then in 2017, so I did this for like two years. 2017, right before we were about to go to our first Star Wars celebration in Orlando, I sold uh-huh. that account. And buddy... Oh my God. The profit, large profits, large profits, my dude. My goodness. And then, I, like, the whole idea was like, oh, okay, well, then I'll start another account, build it up for a while, and sell it. And I just, it, it took too much work. It was like having a second fucking job. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I, I get that. I feel that. All right. Um, all right. So, I don't know how to classify this next story. Because it's the kind of story that it makes me want to get real excited and hopeful. And buddy, I ain't in the place mentally to let that happen right now. Been real let down lately. She's real. Right. She's been real bad. So I'm real not getting my hopes up. But right. over the weekend, a good buddy is buddy of ours, big game hunter Rick Villanueva, the man known for fucking bagging a Sasquatch at Celebration Chicago. Sends me, sends me a message on Twitter, and I'm working. And I'm like, oh, shit, Rick, Rick sent me something. He always sends me some fucking fire, right? Checked out the yeah. jam. Check out the Jam Transmissions podcast, by the way. That's our buddy Rick. You should check it out. Oh, okay. So I'm well. like, all right, let me see what it is. And he sends me this Spanish poster that's got, like, these just different listings for Disney Plus shows, you know? It's got the Mandalorian mm-hmm. season one and two, and it says, you know, season three coming soon. It's got Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, it's got Andor. 
It's got Book of Boba Fett. And on this poster, it says season one available now. Season two coming soon. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. And like the problem with it is I have yet to find legitimate proof that this is a real poster, that this isn't some online fucking troll. So that's what I mean when I say I don't know how to classify it. I don't know if it's true or not. So currently suspect information. Seems like it. Seems like it. False information flag warning. And then like, okay, so they posted on one of the Star Wars subreddits. And I'm like, clearly these goddamn Reddit nerds are going to get to the bottom of it, right? They're going to have the answers. Right. So I go That's in. That's kind of what they do sometimes. Yeah. So I go in, right? And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Let's check it out. They're going to have, oh, this is fake. Oh, no, this is real. Then I can get excited. And no, I mm-hmm. go in it and it's they're all just memeing on the first season of Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Talk, calling him a smiling grandpa and shit. I'm like, guys, this is not what I'm looking for. guys are fucking stupid this is why i don't reddit this is why i'm not in the comments on reddit and being like well actually fucking mandalore the mandalorian creed says this or hey i disagree or yo these are some good cheese fries i don't know these are some good cheese fries (laughs) you never got anything constructive to say (laughs) yeah bruh so i don't know i hope it's true I hope, like, when old buddy John Favreau was at Celebration talking about how he was writing the fourth season of The Mandalorian, maybe he meant he was writing the second season of Boba Fett. Because, you know, they were all fucking, fucking, hey, we're all cagey. Yeah, secrets. You never know what's going on. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. <clears throat> Leading into they the book of Boba like Fett. That. I think they learned a lot of that from J.J. Abrams, too. That's kind of his shtick. Um, eh, I th- I think they approach it a little differently, but uh, yeah, they, you know what but, they could uh, uh, they could loosen up the lips a little bit and clue us in occasionally. So I'm not just sitting here every night, fucking curled up in bed, wondering, oh, am I going to get another season of Boba Fett? Probably not. Probably not. They're probably going to kill him in season three of Mandalorian. Could be. I got enough shit could to be. worry about, man. Take this off not my a dead plate, Boba Fett. Not a dead Boba Fett, my man. <sighs> so speaking of other Star Wars shows, uh, you know they announced uh, Skeleton Crew, right? Skeleton Crew, yes. Yeah, that's the one that's being produced by John Watts, the guy that directed the three most recent Spider-Man movies. Jude Law is in it. Kids, it's a it's a show that features kids, but it's not a kid's show, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Hollywood Reporter comes out and says this week that apparently Star Wars Skeleton Crew is going to have a budget of $136 million for its this first season. Yeah. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. And and apparently they're getting like some tax incentives from California. And I saw... Um, uh, hold on now. Let me see here. Okay. Um, Star Wars Skeleton Crew is forecasted to account for the largest qualified spend of the seven series. Because this story is about seven different series that Disney is filming in California, right? With okay. the, with nearly $136 million in expenditures during its first season. The show, which was awarded 
$20 million in credits following a group of lost kids trying to find their way home. The new addition to the expanding Star Wars universe starring Jude Law and directed by Spider-Man trilogy director John Watts is slated for a 2023 Disney Plus release. Um, and then I saw somebody, and once again, this is just some fucking jackalope on social media there. Who knows where they got yeah. their information, but I saw it and I was like, well, all right. Said that that's a little higher than both seasons of The Mandalorian and quite a bit higher than um, Book of Boba Fett. Apparently, Book of Boba Fett was around $100 million. Uh, and Damn. Kind of showed. A little bit, you know? If there was one of the Disney plus Star Wars series that seemed like it might have been the most low budget of them all, I think it was probably Book of Boba Fett. I still love it. You think it. so? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, they kind of hung out on one street in Tatooine for a lot of that show. You know what I mean? I know, but there was a lot of variety to the costume design a lot of different shit you're, there's you're, a cgi rancor man you're not wrong you're not wrong you're definitely not wrong and i don't think it looks i just cheap. figured the first season of mandalorian was less expensive but i wouldn't not. say that book of boba fett looked cheap i just think you could tell it was lower budgeted than say the mandalorian and obi-wan i don't yeah. think that's a I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. Out of all the shit I've no. ever said, I think that's probably pretty low on the list. No, um, that's pretty fair. But regardless, kind of seems like um kind of seems like they're really throwing some budget at Skeleton Crew. I wonder how much of that is going to old fucking Jude Law's ass. Hmm. Probably a bit. Probably because I bit. don't think he works anywhere near free. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No nah, man, no nah, man. Something tells me he 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 commands a healthy healthy fee to show up. J- Jude Law doesn't get out of bed for them the for for a pittance, you know. Yeah, that's a good British word too. That's probably yeah. what you call it. Check this shit out. Apparently, fucking Urkel, Jaleel White is rumored to yeah. be in a Star Wars TV series. And oh, I'm gonna tell cool. you, I don't even know. Why that popped in my head, I've seen it going around, and peace and love, peace and love, I don't even know the source. Maybe it's fucking Mike Zero, for all I know. But <laughs> I just thought it'd be kind Maybe of fun to talk, talk about fucking Urkel being in Star Wars. I don't know. That's cool. That's really cool. I'd be down with that. He was the voice of Sonic for a little while there. He was. He was the voice of Sonic for years. Bruh, do you, do you know, bruh? How much of that show I watched after school when I was a kid and when they introduced Sonic the the Hedgehog or Family Matters? Family Matters. Uh, Both. To be fair, both. 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 uh, To be fair, both. But, man, when they introduced that sci-fi element in the machine that turned Urkel into Stefan Urkel, boy, howdy, was I like, oh, I wish that was a real device. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Oh, man. The machine that makes you cool. Bro. Man, then everyone thinks that you're cool. Bro. That sounds like a dream come true. I'll fucking go in that machine lickety split. Come out talking about Hall's Burkhart. I don't know, man. I don't have something that's as easy to fucking around fuck around with like Stefan Urkel. Man. I remember at one point in the show, he had created Bruce Juice. 
and he couldn't remember if it was Bruce Willis or Bruce Lee. Um, Bruce juice. But he used the Bruce juice in that machine, and it ended up saving the day. I don't remember all of it, but it was cool. Do you ever do you ever see the first season of Family Matters when Urkel is just kind of like a side character and it, it more focuses on like the dad and the family? Absolutely. Urkel's kind of the comic relief slash they just dump on him. Yeah, like, he's they just dump on him every time. And then like he took the nation by storm, talking about did I do that and shit? And uh, yeah, then he I became the focus of the series. I remember a special I'm pretty sure I remember a special episode where Stefan Urkel went to Disneyland. Oh my goodness. Oh, bruh. I don't even know anymore, man. Man, that's TV growing up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That and The Simpsons and Beavis and Butthead. My mom wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons or Beavis and Butthead. My parents were slightly resistant to the Simpsons at first, but then I think my dad kind of liked it too. So it, it sort of got, they like sort of flew in under the radar and we could watch it. What they were not fucking cool with me watching at all. And it's, it's so fucking weird where my parents drew the line. Cause they, they did not want me watching Beavis and Butthead. They forbade me yeah. from watching Beavis and Butthead but then would turn around and take me to see the latest Hellraiser movie and on matinee. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. Like, like, come on, guys. Like, doesn't it seem a little silly to fucking draw the line at two cartoon fucking dickheads? So you know what I would do <clears throat> is I would go to bed. I'd go into my room, right? I'd close the door. Yeah. And I'd sit in there and I'd play Nintendo or Sega Genesis or whatever, right? With the sound down on my TV pretending I was asleep and I'd hear my parents go to bed and I'd give it like a good 20, 30 minutes and I would sneak out of the room and I would go watch Beavis and Butthead in the living room because it didn't oh. have cable on my TV in my room. Right. Right. And buddy, I thought I was slick man every night. It was like uh, uh metal gear solid, right? I'm hiding behind right. corners. I'm crawling on my belly. It looks all fucked up because I'm all fucked up going out just to watch Beavis <laughs> and Butthead, right? And then, right. like, it happened, right? I'm sitting there. I'm sitting on the carpet, probably drinking a soda pop, having some Cheetos. The only lighting in the room is this giant wood panel floor model TV, right? That, oh. like, the, the brightness knob on it was broken, so, like, you kind of had to go up to it and turn it all the way to the right to its brightest setting and then it would just slowly turn all the way back to the left so like you had to do that multiple times if you were watching a movie it was real annoying oh my goodness i'm sitting there watching beavis and butthead having the time of my life and i just hear what do you think you're doing from behind me caught red-handed cheeto cheeto red-handed my dude my goodness Sheesh, there's there it is again i got grabbed there it is again straight up grounded for being up <coughs> late at night watching Beavis and Butthead. Man, that's sad. Yep. Understandable. I'd I... ground my kid too if he was watching one I told him not to. Mm. I'll tell you this. I remember the episode of The Simpsons that axed it for my mom. That mm -hmm. She was like, you're never watching Simpsons again. 
uh, Bart Simpson had a crush on, I guess, maybe his babysitter or some older girl. Yep, I know the she, I like, know the episode well, and she fucking hooks up with Jimbo while she's babysitting. Yeah, and he has like a hallucination, not a hallucination, but like a side thought about her breaking his heart. But she reaches in his chest and pulls out his still beating bloody heart and mm-hmm. like dumps it in the trash, Mortal Kombat style. My mom was like, nope, nope, no more. Never more, San Gianados. Never more. Never more, San Gianados. And I was like, oh, well, Simpsons was cool for a minute. <laughs> That's a really good episode. That's like a, a like a classic Simpsons episode, I bet. I bet. Like... I don't know. I, I don't, wouldn't you know. know, but I bet. I don't, you know, it's not like I'm going to the fucking Simpsons con every year, hanging out on the Simpsons subreddit. We've already established how I feel about fucking interacting on Reddit. But like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I hit a pothole. But yeah, I don't, so I don't know what are considered like all timer classic episodes, but I, that's one of mine. That's one of my favorite Simpsons episodes. You know, the one time, this is real corny of me. But I don't care. Like, at this point, what do I got to lose? Uh, one time I decided, oh, I'm going to search Blue Harvest on Twitter. Uh, not even Twitter. Oh. On Reddit. Let's just see. You know, see if anybody mentions the podcast. And I see <laughs> one person, right? Well, it wasn't even one. There were several. There, yeah, A few came up. Several is, might be an overestimation. A couple. Um, I see one guy talking about, like, Oh, this reminds me of that song they play on the Blue Harvest podcast about Kiati Mundi. And the post was like a couple of years ago, a couple of years old when I saw it, right? So I responded, right? I replied yeah. and I said, Blue Harvest, baby. Woo! Thinking like, oh, this could just be anybody. It doesn't necessarily point back to me. And this dude, I hope you still listen. Peace and love. You could, he immediately fucking called me out. He was like, oh, hey, Halls, how's it going? How did he know? It's not like I got I got a randomly assigned fucking Reddit username, bruh. How did you know? That's kind of scary. Bruh. He, he straight up knew. He's a goddamn internet detective. Wow. I bet it's not that hard. I bet it's a lot of listeners not. are like, you don't know how to look up someone's IP address? <laughs> I gotta admit, I don't. <laughs> well, sir. <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. Boy, howdy, I can't wait until fucking Andor comes out so I'm not just sitting here babbling and fucking spinning my wheels trying to figure out what to talk to my best friend Will about every week about Star Wars. Gotta, gotta, I love it. Gotta fucking <clears throat> dig into the bag of bits. You know what I mean? The bag of bits. The bag of bits. Sounds like a British snack. Bag of bits. What's up with the British tonight? <clears throat> but Andor is going to kick ass. I think it is. Oh, there was a oh. trailer for a fucking Dungeons and Dragons oh movie. Oh, my God. Today. Let's take a tangent. I got to let my dude talk about this. My buddy Will. That looks killer. Especially if anyone knows the unfortunate tragedy that is the history of Dungeons and Dragons on film. Uh, that's a, one of the saddest stories ever written, but, uh, this is hoping to turn that around and it is looking like it very well could because what you have to beat out there as far as fantasy movies are content are concerned. And I'm telling you what the bottom of the barrel is that you got to beat Aragon. <laughs> terrible. Uh, seventh son. 
Mm, pretty bad. It's got Jeff Bridges in it. It's all right. Uh, not that great. Uh, what was the other one? Dungeon Siege. Another terrible one. I mentioned. The one with Jason Statham and Ray Liotta oh, as an evil wizard. Jason Statham and Ray Liotta. Yeah, you got to beat that one. It's garbage trash. And then, uh, and then the, obviously the other Dungeons and Dragons movies, which are terrible. Jeremy Irons said. I need a vacation home, and I'm just going to chew all the scenery I can. Buddy, I don't even know. Like, something tells me that didn't even pay for, like, I don't know. I don't know that movie got got Jeremy Irons or vacation home. It might have gotten him a week in Cabo. Uh, It's a, who knows? Bad. It's real bad, though. So, like, I remember when they announced they were finally making a new one, and, like, Will and I would be talking about it. And I always, like, you know, tried to temper my buddy's expectations a little. You know, because... It's Dungeons and Dragons. It hasn't been done well before, right? Yeah. And then they put out the trailer during Comic-Con today, and it looks halfway fucking decent, man. I don't know. I gotta say, like, it looks... It definitely looks a little more jokey, and it looks like it's definitely sort of um, leaning on that... uh, Critical role, real play, ha ha ha, we're joking and having a good time playing a RPG type of vibe. Yeah. Which, by the way, is great. I, I, I'm not hating yeah. on it. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But uh, it definitely seems like, you know, it's sort of leaning on that, which is fine. It could be really good. I don't know. I hope it's good. I hope it's good for my buddy Will alone. That's what I'm looking forward to because I hope that it's a good balance between that, between how Dungeons and Dragons is played as a game and the immersion into the world because that to me is what would make a good movie. That to me is what makes listening to or watching Dungeons and Dragons be played. That's what makes it enjoyable. Like it's not just the immersion in the world. It's how the players interact with each other at the table, the laughing and joking, the quips like mm-hmm. – all of it, the cool shit they pull off, the epic blunders. Like I, I sat, I was watching the trailer and I was like, "This all looks amazing," but I wonder if anybody's going to whiff at a very crucial point, like oh, I, you know, roll one. You know what I mean? Like I would hope I so. wonder. It would be cool to see, right? Like, not um, everybody passes the skill check, but I, I, it looks like it's going to be awesome. It looks like it's going to hit the right note. It looks right on the money. It looks, you know, the effects look great. The acting looks good. The characters look good. Concept looks good. It's not too big over the top. That last Dungeons and Dragons movie, it was like Sheesh. all you know, you know, you got this level one character, and all of a sudden, like the apocalypse is on his hands to say, like, and you're like, nah, that just, that's not even how the game goes, right? Like, that's not how movies work either. Like, <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. It does seem. I gotta say, like, it seems <sighs> like over the next couple of years, we're we're gonna be hitting like a sort of a high fantasy like renaissance because we got like a dungeons and dragons movie coming that game of thrones prequel is hitting soon the lord of the Rings show on amazon is hitting that's the one i might be like the most excited about if i'm being honest the willow show has willow Willow, exactly like i'm a willow guy from way back in the day me too man love willow oof good man fucking you are great hook it up but it, it it is weird. Like it seems like it's coming in this wave of like, and I think a lot of it kind of has to do, if I'm gonna be honest, with uh, with Game of Thrones, right? Game of Thrones, despite sort of 
It really did, yeah. And not, in my opinion, and in, 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 in you know other people's opinion as well, didn't really stick the landing. It seems like it kind of, it was so successful. Like you can't take away from how successful it was, despite your feelings on the story or whatever. But like, yeah. it seems like it's led to other people being like, oh shit, people like dragons and swords and shit and magic. What can we do? Fucking exactly. Jeff Bezos is like, let's buy Lord of the Rings and make a show. All right. You know, and poor, poor Guillermo del Toro has been dragging people along for ages in this direction. You've got masterpieces of fantasy like uh, Pan's Labyrinth and the second Hellboy movie. That's one of the best fantasy movies you can watch. That, that second Hellboy movie. Like, that I shit think, kicks ass. I think both the Hellboy movies kick ass, but I like the second one a little bit better. I'm not going to lie. I think they're both right. really good. And so good, in fact, that like. I, I'm not going to bullshit you, with you. I haven't watched the one with David Harbour as Hellboy. The reviews mm -hmm. weren't great, but I like the character. I like the actor enough that like you would think, I'm going to catch that out. Uh, it's somebody that I consider a real good friend worked on that movie. And I haven't right. had the heart to watch it because how much I like those Guillermo del Toro Hellboys. And like... I don't know, man. One day I'm going to do it. It's actually on HBO Max right now. I almost watched it yesterday. I almost oh, watched it. I'm trying to bring myself to finish Cowboy Bebop on Netflix, and I'm having a hard time doing it. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's kind of broken my heart, but I really want to... I, I don't know if I want to break my heart more, or, but the, the fascination of what what they actually did with the rest of the series is I'll be honest with you. I didn't curious. hate it. Like, I watched right. it all. I didn't hate it. There were parts I think they nailed, like, 100%. Like, I thought it was stylish. Uh, I thought, you know, design-wise it was good. Like, I thought the casting was pretty strong. But I That's good. Ex okay. Keep going. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I don't know. There is something weird about it. There's something weird and off about it. Like okay. It, go for the, it. The characters... Of Julia and, um, oh my God, the villain. What's his name? Spike's villain. Oh, uh, shit. Something real fucking poetic. I can't. It's even, vicious. That's what it it's is. It's vicious. vicious. Okay, the characters of Julia and Vicious completely murdered and nothing like what was in the show. And for that's what made it that specifically is why I have a hard time coming back to it. Jet, Spike, Faye. All pretty good, you know. All pretty good. Uh, the other storyline, how it's playing out, you know, the storyline's pretty good. That the what they did to Vicious and Julia is hard for me to take. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Buddy, this fucking cowboy bebop got to Will so bad he had to mute himself. Like you guys hear this? This this ain't this ain't no bullshit. This ain't a bit. This is what Will thinks about this show. He's passionate. I think the very first anime I watched with Will when we started hanging out was Cowboy Bebop. And you know what I'm doing right now? Vamping. It's an industry term. That means fill in the space while you wait for your uh, co-host and hope he's okay and doesn't need medical attention. If he does, I'ma feel like an asshole right now. You know... Shoot. That was a vamp. 
it was a vampception. It's where you explain the definition <laughs> yeah. of vamping while a, you are vamping. It was a vamp that within a vamp. Happen very often. No, man. People, you know that only comes. Can from, enjoy that. <clears throat> yeah, that only it's comes just from fucking on a piece of phlegm or something, and I couldn't stop coughing, and I didn't want to put our listeners through that. You got a frog in your throat, my dude. <clears throat> I had to get up and get a beverage. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, acid reflux. But yeah, maybe? I. Uh, I did not understand those choices for those characters and I will overcome that and finish that series. But I had to just rewatch the regular cowboy bebop just to cleanse my palate. I get it. I get it. That's how I would be if they ever did like a, uh, live action adaptation series of full metal alchemist brotherhood. Right? Like I'd be real, fucking on edge and worried about how they'd pull that off or yeah any other you know number of animes that are really like of which i consider cowboy bebop um to be i have not of. seen many of the live action anime stuff i haven't seen death note or I, full metal alchemist yeah i have not watched that full metal alchemist movie because it makes me too <clears> nervous <throat> you know like if, yep i haven't seen i feel like if it was really Ghost good in the shell or i would have heard right yeah. Like if people were like, yeah. they made a really good Full Metal Alchemist movie, I would have heard, and I didn't hear that. So, I know the I know the meme of what Netflix does, to, you know, to live well, live action. They anime. didn't make that. They they released. Well, I it, know, but, but, they, it, but they made Death Note. They made Cowboy <laughs> Bebop. They're taking another stab of, at Death Note with the Stranger Things guys. We'll see how that goes. Interesting. All right. You know what? Uh, I, I, I want to go stomp some kids in Fortnite. So let's hear from our friends before we call it a night. Let's get to some voicemails. Let's and do it. Because like, clearly I'm just reaching over and over into the bag of bits and wasting your time, the listener's time, my time. Like fucking shoot this dead horse of an episode. My God. All right. No way. Uh, you know what? Uh, and because I don't feel like like stitching it all together, I'm just gonna make you listen to the Kia D song with me, Will. So here Hell we go. Hell yeah! We're gonna Fuck play yeah. Uh, Sean's version this week. Kia D, Kia D. Kia D. Cockhead, the only Jedi master who can crush box Kiyadi. Cockhead, running around slaying bitches with his cockhead. He's a real Syrian stud. He loves to split chicks with his pud. Kiyadi, cockhead, so stroke his cone and suck on his balls Kitty cockhead what you gonna do when he comes on you right now he's a Jedi council stooge but he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow Cockhead, 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 
awesome epic <clears throat> you know what so so we got the we've got the original you know the electric version that uh g money and steve d did now we got like the acoustic version that sean did you know what i want yeah a lo-fi beats you know what lo-fi beats are low fidelity uh like it's like but i know they're it's like this thing that like uh it's like something these kids are into nowadays like it's, yeah. it's it, but I gotta say I sort of see the appeal in it. Like you'll you'll go on to YouTube, right, and there'll be like <clears throat> four hour long videos on YouTube that are like lo-fi beats to listen to while you study, and it's like it's I get it. It's a good vibe. A friend of mine shared a, a a a playlist of that kind of shit with me this week, and buddy got a little stony baloney, and I listened to it, and it was really good. So. Sounds good. That's the next kind of version. And I know someone listening has got fucking Pro Tools or something on their computer. They dick around. They Maybe they got a SoundCloud account. You know what I mean? Hook yeah. it up. That's the next one I want to hear. All right. We got a voicemail from King Tom. Like, I I, 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 I feel like this episode isn't even worthy of a, vo- a King Tom voicemail. Like, I, I don't even know. I disagree. All right. Well, let's hear Every from Every episode it. is worthy of a King Tom voicemail. Well, yeah. So, quite a bar to, all right let's just we'll hear from him and it's gonna be good hey there Haas and will i know i have a pretty all right track record as a predictor speculator but you know to, to be honest i don't really i'm still sometimes uncomfortable putting thoughts out there like that and predicting things having said that i have something for you uh you know i really really, really enjoyed the Shadow of the Sith novel. Uh, I know, you, Hawes, you and I have kind of exchanged a few things about that. I've let you know a little bit about what's going on. I really hope you and everyone else who's in the Star Wars books ha- has a chance to read it because I think it's really good. Um, but I think it's the first trickle in what is soon to be a, a flood or at least a steady stream of Luke Skywalker post-Return of the Jedi-related content. And because it, it is a book about an adventure of Luke Skywalker, and it kind of reminded me, you know, back in the old, old days when Star Wars was seen as the adventures of Luke Skywalker. So it, it, it was kind of funny it worked that way because Luke does go on an adventure. Uh, and he does, you know, face down part of the Sith. He doesn't realize how deep it goes, but he does face, face off against the Sith. And I think that maybe after the Ahsoka series, we're going to get even more Luke stuff. Uh, because, I, you know, reading this book and you know, seeing what they did with Luke in the Book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian Season 2.5, whatever, I think we're going to get him in that show at least some point. And then after that, they're going to start telling stories through comics, books, hopefully Disney Plus shows. My question for you is... Obviously, we know these years after Return of the Jedi are, for the most part, years of peace. Luke is going to spend looking for old Jedi relics, learning the past of the Jedi, recruiting people. He's not going to be facing off regularly against villains in good versus evil fight for the fate of the galaxy. It's going to be small stories. Do you think that's going to be okay with people? Um, 
I mean, I'd, I'd like to think so. Uh, you know, it, it, at least in terms of stakes, I think that we can get a few character pieces and people won't complain. Um, I just hope that Disney doesn't feel the pressure to make everything the biggest Luke Skywalker story ever told. Because we already had that. We had two of them. The original trilogy and then the sequel trilogy. And I was just fine with those. And personally, I'm just fine with a little in-between stuff. Um, I just hope other people are cool with it too. But I want to hear what you guys think. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for the great podcast. All right. So, um... I get what King Tom is saying 100%, right? But part of me also feels that like the time between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens is fairly undefined. So, like, I okay, so I don't think you would have Luke facing off against, you know, an oppressive empire or some, you know, giant militaristic fascist force like he did in the sequel trilogy or he did in the <clears throat> original trilogy, right? But right. I don't think that doesn't mean you couldn't have larger stakes at play, you know? Like, right. it's all about the writing. Because if you think about it, like, the story of Mandalorian season one, it's just about a dude protecting a little kid, you know? Yeah, the stakes have definitely accelerated and gotten bigger as it's gone on, but that first season of The Mandalorian was just as compelling without it being, you know, possibly retaking Mandalore and the dark saber and all that shit getting in play, right? So, right, I would kind of think that might be what they do. You know, the show starts because I also agree with King Tom, like when you factor in that book, when you factor in how much Luke there was in the book of Boba Fett, it wasn't just Luke showing up at the end of the day, dropping some bomb ass Jedi wisdom and then taking the most loved character, most loved star Wars character in 20 years on his Xbox and his Xbox, fuck me, his X wing and leaving like it was in Mandalorian. It was a lot of Luke. I think they're prepping and I think, it's, I think so too. It's a matter of time, you know. And even if they don't pull the trigger now, they're going to tell these stories. They're, they're going to the tell table. the stories of what happened in between those time periods. Could be now, could be a year, could be 10 years. Like, you know, they're going to tell these stories. And I'm down to hear them. You know, I want to hear what Luke's up to in between those times. I have no problem with him showing up in The Mandalorian or. Um, Ahsoka and I know you know you don't want to upstage your main characters whatever but it is a connected universe and he's relevant to this galaxy right now he is currently the Jedi authority in the entire galaxy you know with the exception of Ahsoka who's not a Jedi Uh, but she sure knows a lot of Jedi Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, you know there's still threads out there of Jedi that you know we don't know what happened to Quinlan Voss. You know, we mm-hmm. don't know what happened to Cal Kestis. You know, there are the Jedi, you know, there are characters in the galaxy that Luke could still encounter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Absolutely. And that his Padawans and that his, you know, I would, I would dig a Luke training show. Like show me the Academy before Ben got there. You know, show me them building it and setting it up. Like, show me all that. Mm-hmm. I it, 
so I I think we will continue to get Luke appearances. I think 100% he's going to be in Ahsoka at some point, you know. I think uh, the likelihood of him showing up in any number of the, like, Mando-verse-related shows is very possible. It's already been introduced. I would not be surprised if Luke is involved in some way in the big finale of it all. You know how they talked about it's all bigging, uh, sort of um, building to this big event, this big crossover event that's going to, you know, sort of put a cap on it all. I would not be surprised if Luke is involved in that. And, like, I know and I understand, right? I understand people's fucking kill-it-with-fire aversion to weird CG Luke. And I understand how weird it is to see. I understand why it makes people uncomfortable. But I also understand that that is not in any way the general consensus on Luke's appearances in the Disney Plus shows. Uh, and for myself included, I loved it. Unshamedly, I love it. Right? Mm-hmm. I love Luke showing yeah. up. Was I a little salty that he took so much of it? He took up a whole episode of the Boba Fett show? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was fucking great, right? Fully yeah. admit that. That's yeah. how I feel about it. There, th- th- That, like, in, in some ways, <clears throat> the episode of Mandalorian Season 2 where Ahsoka showed up was kind of the pilot for the Ahsoka series, right? Like right. it introduces her into the show. It gives you, you know, a quick fucking, uh, like cliff notes version of her character establishes the whole Thrawn thing. And then she's off to the races. Then she shows up in book of Boba Fett, book of Boba Fett, that episode with Luke, that was a pilot episode for something that's to yeah. come. I yeah. guarantee it. It's coming. Guarantee it. I would bet my good leg on it. It was also required explanation to get Grogu to the Mando. Like, you had to explain where Grogu was and what he was doing and Mm -hmm. why he was leaving Luke Mm -hmm. to get him to be where the Mando was. Yep. You know. And and I fully believe at some point that we will be getting a whole lot more Luke Skywalker. Because if you watch, like... Go back and watch the finale of Mandalorian Season 2 and then watch that episode from Book and Boba Fett. It's night and day better, the Luke that's in that episode of Book and Boba Fett. I don't know. I keep saying Book him Boba Fett like he is a fucking beat cop that just caught a dude's jaywalking. Hey, I'll watch that. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I'd watch that. Sign me up. Um, Yeah, the... The technology took that big of a jump. They they got it that much closer in basically a year. By the time they decide to pull the trigger on a, hey, this is a Luke show, uh, they're going to have it pretty down. It will still look weird at parts, and you will know. Your brain will always know when you're watching. That is not really Mark Hamill. That is some CG cross of a stunt guy and Mark Hamill and old Mark Hamill and... They use the fucking weird uh, speech program, but they're going to do it. I guarantee it. I guarantee Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And it's going to be, it, it has the potential to be cool. I don't want to really fucking 
show my ass and be like, oh, it's going to be really good. And then it comes out and oh, not so good. Well, uh, there's no reason it should be bad. No, no. And listen, listen, peace and love, peace and love. If you're listening to this and, and you're someone who like, I mean, I love that you say that. Hates. I mean, I, I love that because it's, you know, Ringo Starr. Right. No more autographs after the 26th of October. If you send them in, they're going in the trash. Peace and love, peace and love. Um, if you're someone who, like, at the very core of your being, you hate CG Luke in Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, like I said, I totally get it. I totally get why it doesn't work for some folks. You might want to find another podcast to listen to when that show comes out. <laughs> another show to watch. We're yeah, going to be real fucking stoked on it. Yeah, man. A Luke story? I'm, I'm, I'm having it. All right, let's do We got one email. We got one voicemail for King Tom. We did that. We got one email, and then we'll call it a night. And my job, we call that a recap. Howdy, Halls and Will. It's a pretty quiet week for Star Wars stuff so far, but I hope you have been doing well. This week, I wanted to ask your opinions on a couple of characters appearing in upcoming projects. Do you think that Jason Syndulla will appear in Skeleton Crew? We know his mom is in Ahsoka, so maybe he will be fleshed out in that show. Talking about characters from Ahsoka, do you think Sabine Wren will be introduced in the third season of Mandalorian? In that trailer from Celebration, there was a lot of Mandos out there, and it would be a nice way to introduce her. But what are your thoughts? Also, I was watching Mando Season 1 again this week and paid special attention to the marketplace on Navarro. Do you think that every planet has open-air marketplaces like that? Or how do grocery stores look in the Star Wars universe? Do droids just appear with food on places like Coruscant? I mean, maybe Boba Fett does have time just to run down to Piggly Wiggly and his back-to-boxers to get more cool ranch Doritos. But I wondered what you guys thought about Star Wars grocery shopping. I hope you have a great week and keep up what you fellas do best with <coughs> Sam. Okay, let's take this one by one. I think Jason Sindula will absolutely appear in Ahsoka, right? Uh, Hera's there. They're going to have to address the fact that she's got a kid with Kanan, you know? Like, yeah. Now, whether he'll be in Skeleton Crew, I don't know. Would it be kind of cool if he's one of these kids that gets, you know, lost away from home and has to find his way back? I think that yeah. would be cool. I do think that would be cool. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say one way or the other if he's going to be in Skeleton Crew, but I guarantee he'll be in Ahsoka. They're not going to ignore that. It would be, yeah. And I don't think Sabine necessarily needs to show up in The Mandalorian. I think Sabine goes where Ahsoka goes. So I find, and like, if if Din Djarin and Sabine, when they do meet, I'm sh I think it's through Ahsoka or at one of his final rallying calls for so, the taking of Mandalore. I kind of agree with you, and I and I also see where Sam's coming from, right? Like, yeah, like we are kind of talking so far. It seems like the Mandalorian slash Book of Boba Fett has been, in some ways, avenues for them to introduce the shows that are coming forward, right? So right. like, you know, we talked about uh, the Ahsoka thing. We talked about the Luke thing. 100%, the end of that episode with old stink face Cara Dune, where um, 
the guy, the X-Wing pilot, leaves her that badge, and he's like, if you ever need us, give us a call. That was the setup for Rangers of the New Republic. Republic, But someone had to be fucking hateful, (laughs) and now that show's not happening. And all right, Someone wanted to go make terrible independent movies. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's sort of the way they go. So what I could see them doing is because where I also... Not for nothing. I also believe we'll see Ahsoka again before the Ahsoka show. They're they're going to want to keep that character sort of in the the audience's mind, right? So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they run across Ahsoka in season three and they're just about to head out. You know what I mean? They're on their way out to go find Thrawn and Ezra or whatever, and Sabine's there. So. It would not surprise me at all if the character of Sabine, the first time we see her, is in Mandalorian Season 3. And then, you know, obviously we see a lot more of her and the rest of the Ghost crew in Ahsoka. Yep. What do you think uh, grocery shopping's like in Star Wars? Oh, I bet it's tiresome because I bet, the you know, I bet you never have what you really want. Variety. I bet the variety of of um, produce, plants, right. and vegetables. I bet you only see that on inner systems with densely populated areas. I bet. I bet like, you know, I bet you're stuck out in fucking on the on the border systems or any any system that's not populated well. It's like, oh, fuck, bananas. I'm tired of fucking bananas. All I do is eat fucking bananas. Bananas and fucking porridge. And I bet the fucking the Galactic Empire eat the worst. I imagine oh, it's like yeah. Matrix food. It's like gruel well, shot see, this out is of like the a thing. dispenser like, board. It almost seems like gro- like if you were to go to like a mega grocery store in Star Wars, you know what I mean? Like something like a Publix or a Piggly Wiggly or a, uh, a, a Winn-Dixie uh Kroger wherever right pick your uh, uh yeah. Gelson's whatever that it might be kind of intimidating the amount of variety you know cuz like oh uh, i bet the i bet the grocery store is organized by system mm-hmm. like food from this system food from this system food from this system and then like it seems like grocery shopping in Star Wars is all open air markets that's the only thing we've yeah. ever seen like even on it's Tatooine true. and Phantom Menace in uh, Kenobi on um, Dayu. Oh, Dayu, yeah. I am Boba Fett. Live for dead on the sands of Tatooine. Um, yeah, man. It looks, uh, it seems like that is the norm, is open air art markets. You go and get, you know, you see what they're selling. It's like going to the farmer's market. Maybe there's some roasted Kowakian monkey lizard. And you're like, well, I'm going to get some skewers of that. That dude tried to eat fucking C-3PO's eye in Return of the Jedi. And I'm still holding a grudge. Mm. I bet Naboo has nice grocery store. I'm trying to oh, think of planets yeah. that are Coruscant. Yeah, like, Coruscant, yeah, course, Naboo, nice Alderaan. No shit. I bet Alderaan and Naboo got... All in grocery stores. Like Alderaan is that grocery store that you go to that has an olive bar. You know what I mean? You go in and there's a selection of olives and you're like, you're sitting there looking at them and you're like, there's more than green, black, and Clamata olives? God damn. <laughs> How I look at, 
Blue cheese stuffed olives? What will they think of next? That's the kind yeah, of grocery right. stores they have on Alderaan. The only thing in the grocery store in Corellia is like hot dogs and red onions. Like some weird ass shit. <laughs> Corellia seems poor and industrial. I don't know. Cans of fucking, uh, 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 what's that stuff? Tinned, like pickled bantha or something? No, sort? like the stuff um, that you put some Spam? people. No, hold on. Let me explain it a little better. The jar okay. stuff, it's 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 cabbage, right? It's it's shredded and it's pickled. People put it on hot dogs. Relish? No, not relish. Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Yep. You go into Sauerkraut. the grocery store in um on Corellia, it's hot dogs. Not even like the nice hot dogs. You're not talking about some some Nathan's no. or some Hebrew nationals. You're talking like no the suspect hot dogs that there might be a little woof woof in if you really if you sent that shit off to a 23 and me might come back with some mm-hmm. dna of some animals you wouldn't be stoked to be eating talking about plump when you cook them and shit already oh, come man. with grill marks on them sauerkraut bone and white bread not even hot dog buns white bread bro mm. i've eaten many a white bread hot dog in my day not even actual bread like simulated bread matter substitute yeah. or some shit yeah 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 the, like the boy, um, the, american the, processed dairy product it's it's like the bread that they make pbg pb and j's out of uh, out of at summer camp when you're a boy scout you're like mm, mm. bread by name only <laughs> i don't know what it's this is spongy i kind of think there might be play-doh involved i don't know how <laughs> all right guys that's gonna do it for this week i don't have it in me anymore man i gotta pull the plug this shit was all over the place thank you for recording with me sometimes you like them sloppy you want to go stomp some kids in fucking Fortnite? do i boy howdy all right well hey guys listen i need you to do me a couple favors first thing you need to do you need to go check out our buddies over at the scruffy looking podcast they just hit episode 200 congrats to them hey 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 you see how I remembered that right out of the... I almost sent, uh, fucking forgot to send them a message for their 200th. Having memory issues. Thankfully, somebody was like, hey, just a reminder. And I was so happy they did because I would have felt like a giant asshole if I forgot. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, so congrats to them. Leave us a review on iTunes. Check out Stoned Cobra. They provided the music that you hear at the beginning of the show. It kicks ass. Or on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonecobra.bandcamp.com. Listen to me and Steve talk about video games on the High Potion Podcast. We'll talk to you guys next week. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen in my life or what we're going to talk about, but we'll be here because we almost always are. I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us.